you are the podcast master. Man, a lot to a lot to digest over the last well since the last podcast, but you know, people say that they really miss concerts. I'm, I think that maybe we should just start going live on our road trips because we put on a concert. We do. It was fun though. I sing like I sing like no one's listening. My record deal depends on it. Oh. I'm going to have to start my own record label. No? Okay, cool. Okay. Anyways, but it pisses me <laughs> off. Like, since I was a little kid, I wanted to sing. Like, I wish I could sing so bad. Um, you can. I, no, I wish I could sing good where people actually liked and enjoyed listening to it. Um, and I try my butt off to sing in the car. And then, like, you just kind of sit over there, and then all of a sudden, you start singing, and it pisses me off, because you're really good. Okay. I am not. Uh, actually, that's not true. That's not true. I'm, I'm serious. I'm sad. Thanks, babe. Anyways, can I just, like, stand in the shadows and be your background singer? Yeah. Basically, hey. that's what I signed up for the rest of my life, I'm afraid. I know. It's just... How about it? Anyway, so let's talk... We've got a lot to digest, a um, lot to talk about this week. We can start with presidential debate. Mm. We could start with the line for pumpkin spice, whatever it is here and there. Um, what do you want to? You want to talk politics? No. You want to talk uh, religion? Do you want to talk pro wrestling? No. Do you, what, do you, what do you? I mean, I don't know. You tell I me. Know, I mean, I know why people are here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They are here for the we did juicy details. Uh, we did kind of decide, and by we deciding, I mean you kind of decided that from now on, <laughs> when it's just you and I, we will have kind of a a structure, which I feel like you're kind of starting to impede on my entire life now of building a structure. We'll get to that in the beginning of the story, but um. Okay, so from now on, like when it's just you and me, we're gonna talk relationships or no, money like, or yeah, we're something. gonna just like, kind of just stay we'll a little stay more focused. Yeah, which I really enjoy. Um, not so much when we do it because it's really hard for me to stay on on task. But a lot of the podcasts we listen to are devoted to a, a certain topic. Yeah, and th- and that's what I tried to explain to you was like when we look for a podcast, we search for like true crime or motivational or you know health and fitness or whatever and it's like a a specific topic or area that's chatted about and i'm like we need to be a little bit better about that because we are kind of all over the place my whole life has been all over the place I know. like i'm so scattered i know <laughs> thanks <laughs> i know this not even a but it's okay no, i mean I, you didn't let me finish it is right. okay <laughs> you're the chaos to my structure Kinda, yeah. 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 And I'm I'm trying to be a little bit of structure for you. It's almost like a hurricane and like a like a very small boat dock that's very not well built. Because I feel like my my chaos destroys your structure. Sometimes. But she's strong, honey. I will pull through this. I will get a little structure in your life. If not, I will be structured in your chaos. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, because I let you start to build structure into my life and start to plan my week, schedule a couple of days, and that 
That was the most stressful three days of my entire existence. Because we got stuff done. We got stuff done, but You're I welcome. don't think you understand. I think maybe you understand, but I don't think anybody listening understands the amount of stress that you put on me in a matter of seconds. And it lasted for days. And so um, let's kind of let's kind of go back a little bit before we get into the actual day of um, things that have happened. Yeah. And, and the most recent events. Let's go back because I think people think we've been together for like 20 years. I mean, they, honestly, there's days where it, I feel like that. I do, but too. it's like for like in a good. good way. Yeah. Yeah. 100 percent a good way. I, I feel like we have been together for a long long time but in all actuality it really hasn't been that long no um like this time last year i didn't even live in oklahoma oh that's right yeah i mean we were together but it was long distance i didn't live in oklahoma what month yeah it's it was november that i moved right yeah yeah so we're coming up on the one year anniversary of you actually moving to oklahoma which just to go back and reiterate if, if people haven't heard this on the podcast we started talking in January. Started actually, you slid into my DMs in January, right? Yes. Well, I don't. I, yes, yes. Wait, January. What? Well, it was a question post. It wasn't. I didn't like. We've, I didn't search your name out. I know, but it. I don't. But yes. I don't know that I believe that. But we'll we'll go with that. I feel like you were stalking me. But anyways, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay. 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 Just let me have yes. a little go bit back, of an ego. Okay. Go back to the podcast with Jenna Smink. We yeah. went into full detail of how it all went down in that podcast. Um, but it did start with you is, sliding in my DMs. Yes. Okay. Yes. And anyways, that led to um, just. Random conversations like back and forth. Months of conversation. Yeah. And it wasn't even, it was like just conversation. Yeah. Like actually talking to another human, not like most <laughs> yeah. creepers on Instagram where they're just trying to flirt and, yeah. and all that stuff. Like we actually just in the beginning, it was very solid conversation back and forth, you know, real life human adult stuff. And that turned into, you know, hey, I kind of dig this, whatever. It snowballed into us talking, going on our first date. In April of 2019. Easter weekend. Yep. And ultimately in November, right after the PBR finals, <laughs> you moved to Oklahoma. Like I straight up quit my job, sold my house, hauled my animals, and moved to another state for him after dating for how many months? Um... Well, from Easter to November, so so seven months, something like that. I'm I'm no mathematician, <laughs> but I will say this: when you started the process, and I don't, it was so random. We were driving to the airport, and I was just like, you know what, just move here, and that's basically how it happened. Yeah, and I was like, okay, like just stop. Did you like? like did you think I was being serious or no? Well, you would like. We had, had conversations with with friends and about schedules and stuff because I had a I had a real job that <laughs> you know like Monday through Friday nine to I five was kind adulting. of thing and um you know every little whim that you were like well let's go to California or let's go here let's go there I'm like hey I have to work and you were like yeah quit your job and just live yet here. again a perfect example of you living this perfectly structured life and me just 
shooting from the hip. I should have known. Blazing every day. Like, nope, we're going to a different state today. You should yeah. come with me. And I, I remember being frustrated because I was like, man, she has a real life. And this her real life doesn't <laughs> fit into my crazy, chaotic, like, yeah. you know, do things on a whim kind of mentality. Yeah. And so you'd said that like a couple times, like just, and I took it as like kidding, but then you like kept saying it. And I was like, this guy really thinks I'm going to just quit my job and, and follow him around. Yeah. Then what happened? I quit my job and followed you around. Exactly. So, <laughs> so uh, here we are. So worked out in my favor. <laughs> worked but, out in my favor. Uh, again, and I think we've covered this on the podcast back in the day, but um, it was very important for me to see how you reacted during the PBR finals. More importantly, to see if you could put up with me for that week full of chaos and activities because and mostly because it's just the high like the most stressful week time of the year yeah. for you and so when stress when people are stressed they get irritable and, and cranky and grumpy and you knew that if if I could handle you at your worst it would be okay and that's my worst as far as like personal life behind closed doors away from fans or friends or any of that stuff like that is the only real stressful week I have out of, you know, 52 of them and in it's, a year. And it's just because it's so much packed into a small amount of time. And I put on a charity event, which is, to me, that is, I put more pressure on myself to put together a successful charitable event than I do to perform at my job. Because to me, that, like... If I don't do my job well, that's just a reflection on me. If this charity event doesn't go well, then I feel like I'm letting so many other people down. Right. And that's that's stressful to me. Right. So. So you, like, we, we agreed. So, like, on the way to the airport one day, Matt says, just sell your house and move here. And I was like, okay, like, whatever, you know it's just emotional because we hated saying goodbye and it was just, it felt like it was hated always, it. always happening. And so, um, get on the plane, fly home. And Monday, I just happened to message one of my realtor friends. And I was like, Hey, how's the market right now? Because, you know, I'm kind of interested, maybe thinking about selling my house, which you hadn't had this house very long. No, I had not. And she was like, well, let, you know, let me, let me check. What are, you know, what's the details of your house? And I told her and the next day, was it the next day or like in like yeah. two or three days, I had an offer on my house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it happened so fast. I like called Matt and I was like, Hey, so remember how you told me to like, you know, just sell my house and move to Oklahoma. And he's hope like, you're serious. Yeah. He's like, yeah. And I was like, I hope you're serious. And he's like, why? And I'm like, cause I got a full offer on my house and he was silent. Looking back. I don't know if either, like, I think both of us really genuinely wanted to, and we knew that we were moving that direction, but it was like such a crazy step. Well, and just such a slap in the face of reality. Like, we're really doing this. Like, okay. Like, like, and so we were like, okay, we're going to, I'm, I scheduled the closing of my house for the day or the week after finals. Literally we were in Vegas and I left Vegas and went straight home and, and closed on my house because I was like, if it, if we don't survive Vegas, I'm canceling the closing. Right. <laughs> 
Right. So so you extended, you gave yourself a safety net. Yes. To be completely be- honest. And, and I don't blame you. you told me to. I don't blame you at all. Yeah, it, exactly. It was, it was partially my idea. It because wasn't out I of doubt know, or anything like that. It was just, you just That was me. me knowing that there are times I can be a raging butthead. Like, I can go full-blown, complete... 1000% asshole and I know that and I just I didn't want to I didn't want you to feel obligated and see a whole nother side of me and like right. oh I need out because and, and in reality we were 7 8 months in at this point and we're still in the honeymoon phase you know what they call it where it's like you know everything's picnics right. and rainbows and, and you things only like see that. the good of somebody until right. you really get to know them and you know? even though we spent as much time as we could together it still we were apart far more than we were together and again like we've talked about the the reason i think that it works so well is because we built this foundation of communication and 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 we've had people that like have reached out to us and you know asked us to dive more into like what we feel about relationships and all that but just surface level right now we built this relationship on a foundation of communication right because that's all we had right and we had to communicate from long distance which is not easy to do especially when like feelings start to get involved and then you know emotions and all that stuff so and this life you live and in the life i lived and all of it it was hard and there were days where i would just pray and cry and i'm like i i don't want to be apart from him but looking back now i'm so thankful that's how we were because that's why we're where we're at now and just to be clear i I know it sounds like everything has worked out perfect for us but we have we have had days that weren't perfect Um, oh yeah but I think ultimately, like, we know the finish line and we know that we're on the same team. We're on the same page and we want to cross the finish line together. So we take steps to move forward, not to dwell in whatever negative just happens to be right now. Yeah, I mean, we, we've we had our squabbles and disagreements. And, and then you realize that you were wrong <laughs> and we moved forward. It's fine. But we... Like, and never once have I ever said, I don't want to do this or this isn't going to work Same. or anything like Same. that. It's always been like, okay, this, this situation isn't working. So how can we work together to figure it out and make it better? But we've been open about it. And yeah. like, if something bothers me, I tell you and you listen, like sometimes you might get mad or whatever, but I hear you, but I, I love it because we can do that with each other and understand that we're not nitpicking and we're not trying to um, talk down to the other person. I think a lot of times in relationships, people think that if you say something is upsetting you or something doesn't reflect well on you, that person gets offended. Yeah. Uh, I mean, mean, yeah. I mean, I've been in relationships before where it's you, 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 this is your fault. You suck. You did this wrong. You're terrible, whatever. It's us. Right. It's, it's us like, okay, it's not working. So what can I do to, to help Matt understand what I'm trying to say or to help understand what he's trying to say? Like, how can we do this together? Yeah. And so basically, you know, in earthly form, it is us before everything else right you know it's it's pretty simple god country family and you know when you get to that third one it's 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 us before 
whatever else comes along, whether it's jobs, work, whatever. Anyways, we dove way deeper into that than I planned. But anyways, I wanted everybody to have a little bit of backstory because we've had so many people say about time yeah about like time everybody's like oh it's about time we were wondering when that and i'm like y'all we've only been together like over a little over a year right and you haven't even lived like which i know that was a big issue with your grandmother us living together before you know before there was her form of commitment and i completely understand but in modern times us living so far apart it was yeah, and it was silly for so me to difficult. move to Oklahoma and not live with you. Like, right. you know, to find somewhere else to live and have two mortgages and all that. Like, it, it that didn't make sense, so. Right. So, fast forward to... Uh, I, get blah, 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 blah. I get a lot of questions okay. about... Well, I say I get a lot of questions. A lot, have peop- a lot of, of people have asked, when did you know Matt was the one? Or when did you know Megan was the one? So mm. fast forward to when you knew. I want to know. Well, since you brought it up, you go first. <laughs> um, I There's not really like a pinpointed time. It was more like everything worked. Like it was, we never had to force anything from the minute we started talking to spending time together. It was like... Right. And I just had this peace inside of me and like understanding that I'm like this, this is the man that God has been preparing me for. Like everything I've been through in life has led me to right here. And I truly felt that from very early on. I mean, I I remember the first time I, I met you in person and we hugged and I was like, well, there's that. Okay, so and this is going to sound really cheesy, but our first date, I remember, um, and not at the end of the night, not the next day, but like in the middle of just hanging out because we went to a comedy club. Yes. And I just remember like us kind of talking, you know, and not loud, interrupting, you know, whoever said or whatever. But I just remember like everything just felt normal right and i just remember leaving there going wow that was so refreshing and that's no disrespect to anyone ever but i've never had a first date that just felt so um like right perfect yeah yeah and so i left there obviously thinking well i'm gonna see her true colors before long and i'll realize that this was uh, all always She's a my raging time. psycho and, you know, go through all the, the steps of real life. Yeah, but yeah. same. thankfully, that never happened. And, you know, we got to the whole living together, and which was not easy. No. Again, we've, we've touched about on it, you know, in the past. I had to pass the grandmother test because, and we'll, we'll dive into this later, but your grandparents raised you. Yes. And so it was imperative and you made it very clear from day one that, man, if we ever did, you know, if this thing ever works out and we end up, you know, moving forward, you got to get granny's permission. Yeah. My grandma has to approve, period. Grandma had to approve. Actually, grandma gave me a a pop quiz (laughs) before you could even move in with me. And it was, are you a Christian? Yes, ma'am. 
Are you a Republican? Yes, ma'am. Do you watch Fox News? Yes, ma'am. Uh, are you a Denver Broncos fan? Yes, ma'am. Go Broncos. Okay, well. You passed. Uh, you passed. We, 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 you know, she didn't ask me if I was a full-time Broncos fan because that day I was a huge Broncos fan. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh-huh. So you made it very clear that um, if we were ever going to take this whole thing to another level that I had to get Granny's permission. Yes. And it wasn't easy on my side because I had... I had spent many, many years building a life and a career in the town I was born and raised in and thinking that that's what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And I was okay with it. And so to leave a job that I thought was my forever was very, very difficult. But I knew, you know, lots of prayer went into this decision and I knew it was the right thing to do. That's another really crazy part of our story is, um, I hate to admit this, but neither of us are spring chickens, quote unquote. I know. I think people don't realize. I was almost like, I almost said that. I don't think people realize how old we are. Cause I, I don't think people realize that you are the age you are. I think, I think it's pretty clear that I'm, I'm the age I am. And I think people probably think I'm a little older sometimes, which is okay. Um, cause I am going bald. I got gray in the beard. It's, it's coming. Like I, I know I've accepted it, but <laughs> I, I like don't think it. people, I don't think people realize that, you know, you're the age you are. And then people are going to be pissed off now because neither one of us have said how old we are. I, well, I'm the same age as you almost. I mean, just a couple years. Yeah. You're a couple years younger. younger than I am. But and we're, so, I mean, we're the same age, but like we'd be in the same age bracket yeah. for most people. But I see a lot of, um, you know, I've gotten a lot of DMs and messages and things like that. Like, oh, you know, like I keep waiting and I'm, you know, just that whole not jealousy or envious, but kind of vibe from other girls. And I'm like, honey, you're 22. Like, do you have do you have any idea how old I am? Do you have any idea the life I have lived to get here? Like, this isn't like, you know, it's not it. I have lived a life of lots of prayer and experience to get to my forever. Well, and the people that know me really well know that I had a lot of growing up to do. Even, Same. You know, even into my more formative years, um, I just, I was so hyper-focused on my career and building this career and trying to, you know, I guess build this brand and do all the things that that I wanted to do so that my business structure was sound and I was set for if I ever got married, had a kid, started a family, any of that stuff, I was I was in a place business-wise that I was comfortable to focus on those other things. Right. So I feel like that was part of God's plan for me was, you know, hey, lay down that foundation of business and get it to where you're comfortable with it. I'll take that stress away so you don't have to worry about it. And then we'll move forward with the rest of the plan. Right. And same for me. I mean, I spent many, many years married to my job, which was a 24-7 job in law enforcement where I, you know, started 
off young and I went through the ranks and I ended up in major leadership roles and things like that. And I learned a lot about myself. I grew as a woman, as a leader, as a person, as a cop and taught me a lot. And a lot of, I kind of touched on this in Leanne Hart's podcast, but I feel like I did a lot of my healing from a lot of my childhood stuff that went on in my childhood through law enforcement. And so it built me and grew me into who I am now, which I wouldn't have been ready for this relationship 10 years ago. Same, same, 100%. So uh, if you don't believe that God's timing is perfect, you're wrong. I I know it's hard to believe because trust me, I've cried many tears about it. But once once it all starts to fall into place, you're like, oh, like this is why. Yep. And, and thank goodness, neither of us settled for, Amen. you know, anything that wasn't perfect. And, right. and again, that's not a, that's not a slap in the face to anybody or anything, but it's just, I think too often people just get so caught up in, well, I want to get married. I want to do this. I want to, well, you know, be like an adult. You're, this, you're not ready. Whatever it's not right. They call it the biological clock or whatever. It's like, I'm 25 and I'm, I'm not married. I don't even have a boyfriend. Like right. the next one that shows up, I'm going to marry him because I need to be a wife. Which I've said this before on the podcast. That is exactly what happened with us. I said, <laughs> you know what? The next one that walks through the door Shut is... Up quote unquote V one and there you I didn't even walk slid into the DMs. But anyway, so I guarantee people are getting so frustrated right now. They're, I know, like, they're just like, get to get the good stuff. The good We're getting stuff. there. I promise. This but I think all, all of this is stuff. important. I think yeah. it's important to get to where And let me just say, because Matt said it a minute ago, um we are not perfect. Our relationship is not perfect, but together we have like we're a perfect match and we can go through the ups and the downs and the goods and the bads together because of that. But we're willing to work yes. at it. And like I said, we, we understand we're on the same team and you have things that you're really good at and I have things that I'm not so good at and, and we person. use those to complement each other. Yes. Like like I said, I'm I'm not structured. I'm not good with planning out a day. I'm not good with, you know, um having a timeline of how things should happen. I'm very much a shoot from the hip kind of guy and and you're the exact opposite. So sometimes it's beneficial that we're so completely opposite and we're rambling. (laughs) The, The bottom line is this. I don't plan. She does. The one time in my life I make a plan, she ruins it. I mean... To be fair, you were like, you're in charge of scheduling my appointments from now on. When, like one day you said that and I was like, okay, I've been waiting for this. Like, okay, done. And I just started scheduling because I'm a schedules type of gal. And so I just started scheduling things. Oh, but you didn't just start scheduling. You started scheduling all the important things. Well, yeah, so, because they're important and they needed to be done. Let's let's break this down in a sense of this happened on a Monday evening-ish. And the forward progress will take place on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Those <laughs> yeah. are important days, okay? Yes. Um, on Monday, I said, you know what? Just schedule the rest of my week. You just, you just tell me what we're going to do because you're stressed about... A lot of things. COVID came up. I personally filed an extension on taxes. 
Um, and I just kind of, I like I said, I don't get in a super huge stress about too much. So Monday evening, I hand over the keys to you and say, you schedule the week. So mm-hmm. Tuesday, you do my schedule. You tell me the appointments I have, the things that I have throughout the day, which I'm very appreciative of. Appreciative of. Let's, let's try he saying that. He can't even say it, y'all. He's yeah. Not, he no, does not the problem it. is, the problem is, I'm like already starting to stress to step all over my own words because I've I've not been able to tell this story one time since it happened uh, without just having a full blown emotional breakdown. Same. I'm an emotional guy, and you, I don't think you really are. I don't think people realize that. Like you truly are super emotional, and just I mean, we were talking. I was talking to our preacher today, and he was like, "He's a hopeless romantic. He's such a softy." And I was like, "He he truly is." I cried in the in the opening the other day on. Uh, oh, honey, I bawled too. Like I know that I was started a tough one though. Yeah, I you you did the prayer and I started crying in the prayer and then I cried and boohooed through the whole national anthem and then I had to like pull myself together as the lights came on and I was like I'm not ready yet I'm like bawling by the way um and I'm talking about September 11th we we actually had an event on 9-11 this year and I've seen a lot of dms of people saying hey can we get a copy of the prayer that you did oh or can you can you send us like do you have it wrote out no um those those situations like that are very unscripted um anytime do you there's a theme here he's very unscripted yeah i just just like anytime there's something emotional in any of our opening ceremonies or anything like that or anything that really has to feed off of feel um that's literally the, you're hearing at the same time i am so yeah, uh, if if you can find a video of it, that'd be great. Because I still do this. I don't. I don't know what was said. It's just one of those things. You just you let something else take over. But anyways, that's not what this podcast is about. So, um, back to Monday. So I started scheduling for him. He's like, hey, you know, the, you just tell me where to be and what to do this week. And I was like, okay, done. Well, I'm the type of person that if I have a question or I want to schedule something or anything like that, I make the phone call, I send the text, I send the email right then. I don't wait until 8 o'clock in the morning or business hours or the weekend's over. I just do it. It's called respect. I have respect for other people okay. in their time. I respect people in their time as well. That's why I send them text messages. They can read it when they want to and reply back. But my part is done. <laughs> So anyways, so I send, I, okay, I'm, I love fall. And I told Matt, I was like, you know, I've almost been here a year. I want to. Hang on. Don't get too far ahead. Don't get too far ahead because that's a conversation that had been taking place like weeks prior to this. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. I was- and we'll get to that in a minute. I, I just don't want to spill the beans yet. So Monday, I say take over. Tuesday, this is your day. Uh, at some point in the morning, where I would typically try to find time to work out, I had a haircut appointment, which, by the way, I drive 30 minutes to get my haircut now. 
Okay. Which is I better than the 45 I used to drive. I, I scheduled your hair point for 1130 in the morning. You had plenty of time before that to get your workout in. But, okay, so I did. I got my workout in. I did everything else you had scheduled that day. I went and got a haircut, came back, finished everything you had, you know, on my agenda. And then... You tell me, by the way, Wednesday, you have a tax appointment. <laughs> um, Which has okay. been stressing me out more than anything. So I'm like, man, I should probably make sure all of that is in order. And that's that started to stress me out. Mostly because it, I'm... I scheduled it the day after the debate, and he wanted to spend the uh, night watching yeah, the debate. so... <laughs> And Monday, I say, go ahead. Paperwork. Tuesday, you've got a haircut and all this other stuff. Oh, by the way, it's a presidential debate that I know you really want to watch. Well, but you're going to be busy because you've no. got to make sure everything is in order for an early morning tax appointment on Wednesday. First of all, if you would have had your taxes done like a normal person. I filed an extension we, <laughs> like a normal person. We wouldn't have been here. Kay. Secondly, if you would have followed my schedule that day, you would have been done in time for the debate. Oh, I'm dinner. sorry. I have a real life where things don't automatically <laughs> fall life. into place like a board game. All right. So anyways, uh, debate, <laughs> debate debacle. Um, yeah. Taxes are... Whatever. It he is like whatever. forgot about the taxes and then in the middle of it, I like walked through the living room and I was like, is there uh, anything I could get ready or help you with? Which and is he- your subtle way of poking <laughs> the bear. I and hate he, that. He like looked at me and I said, and he was like, with what? And I said, your taxes. And like, uh, it was almost like a light bulb went on and you're like, oh God, I, I need to do those. Yeah. Like, so yeah. there was a third piece to this puzzle as well monday you do the scheduling tuesday all your appointments your haircut all that stuff wednesday you're going to the tax person oh by the way thursday i scheduled a photo shoot with this photographer that you know is going to take our picture that is where (laughs) i continued to lose hair and my beard kept turning even more gray why? Why, you ask? Why? It's just a photo shoot. All you have to do is stand there while the photographer takes pictures and Megan looks beautiful. Let me tell you why. Because in the back of my mind, and, and not even in the back of my mind, like this had actually taken place. Remember a minute ago when she said she had been talking about the fall colors starting to change and she really wanted to get some pictures before everything changed colors, right? Yeah, I wanted a couple's photo shoot so we can hang pictures on the wall. Which because, we've never done. Right, we've never, I mean, we get pictures in front of the shoots or we get pictures like, you know, at cool places we go to, but we've never had like our actual photo taken for like the wall. So, she schedules a photo shoot without even discussing it with me because I Because he told me to make the schedule. Told her to make the schedule. Oh, but friends, here's where it gets crazy because for the first time in our relationship, I had a plan. <laughs> that plan involved a frequent guest on our podcast by the name of Click, who is a, a phenomenal photographer. And that plan was going to be executed in the next week or two. Um, 
and she almost ruined it. Okay, keywords there. The plan was going to be executed in the next week or two. He, this is, this is, I knew what was going to happen. When, when he told me, he was like, well, you know, I'm thinking about Click coming up to the gym to do a photo shoot with some of the bull riders. I'm like, there ain't going to be no time for us to do a couple's photo shoot. He's going to be at the gym working out with all of his buddies and friends. He's not going to want to go get all fancy and go hold hands okay, and so eyes in the pasture with me. Hate to interrupt you, but I actually had this plan with Click. I know. That we were going to now. take pictures in the... Yeah, now you know. Uh, that we were going to take pictures in the gym, and I had this big elaborate plan that we were going to be done with the day, and he was going to say, hey, why don't you let me take y'all's pictures out by the barn, out in this pasture where you guys always go? I know it means a lot to you. I was going to say no. We were going to have an argument. You two would gang up on me because I know that's what would happen. Finally, I would submit and say, okay. Having this plan in my mind the entire time. Oh, but Megan has a better idea, and Megan schedules a photo shoot with a different photographer, and has I have less than two, less than two days really, to try to execute the plan that now has been moved forward weeks. So, do you want to take over, or should I just continue? Go ahead. Okay, so let's go back to when I was telling you that I had to get Grandma's permission. It was very important that I got Grandma's permission before I popped the question. So, in our most recent trip to Colorado, we stopped and we got to see Grandma. Right after Billings. Billings. And at one point in the day, and mind you... I've been carrying this thing around in my pocket, trying to hide it, trying to make sure nobody saw it. At one point in the day, Megan steps outside with her aunt, and it's just me and Grandma in the living room, and I said, hey, I've got something I want to show you, and I pulled out the ring. I showed Grandma. I let her look at it, and you know, she, she obviously she loved it. Uh, we talked a little bit, and I said, but here's... Here's the thing I need. I need a picture of you holding it. Getting grandma to take a picture ain't easy. No, she hates pictures. And so I was very, very nervous. One, about getting her permission. But two, and maybe even more nervous about getting her convinced to let me take a picture of her holding this ring. Which, surprisingly was very easy to do. She was very happy to do it. And so a lot of people have asked about the, the photo that Megan was holding in the pictures. That was a picture of Megan's grandmother holding the ring that I would eventually give to her. So I got grandma to take the picture. I had it. It wasn't printed out, obviously. It was, I was the only person that knew other than grandma that that picture existed. Yeah. So fast forward. Now all of a sudden, my plan has been blown to smithereens. <laughs> Megan scheduled this photo shoot. My idea was at some point to have her see this photo of her grandmother holding the ring. How am I going to do that? Because now I don't have that photo printed out. I don't have any idea how... 
I'm going to work this into this random photo shoot that she scheduled. And I don't even know this photographer. At least with my good friend, I knew I could count on him to help me out. I don't know this girl. I've never met her. I don't know her name. I have no idea where she's from. Zero information other than she was the wedding photographer at a good friend of ours. Yeah, that's how I found her. Thankfully, that good friend posted a photo on Instagram and tagged her. So I go click on it. I follow her and immediately slide into her DMs and say, I need you to call me ASAP. (laughs) At the same time, I call our mutual friend. I'm like, hey, I've got to get a hold of this photographer. It's a life or death situation. And not to mention that Matt and I don't spend a lot of time apart. Apart. At all. (laughs) At all. So, like, finding time to, like, do this when I wasn't around or when I couldn't hear or when I couldn't know. Nearly (laughs) impossible. Yeah, because normally it's like we're at the gym together or we're at home or whatever. And on Thursdays, which was the day of the photo shoot, his mom, who runs the gym, works at the sale barn. And so... No one was at the gym besides Matt and I, so we had to be there all day. Yeah, and so in my mind all day, I'm stressing about how am I going to find time to go print this picture. I've called every friend in the area to try to call in a favor. If I can get this picture printed off, can somebody pick it up and somehow get it because Close we don't have one-hour photos anywhere near us. It's yeah. a 40-minute drive to the nearest like, Walgreens or yeah. Walmart or something to even do that. So, and, and then to top it all off, you know, he's thinking to himself, how in the heck am I going to be gone for two hours and not call her or not answer her text because she's okay. going to know where I'm at? We'll get to that in a minute, too. So I spend the whole day thinking, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get away from her? And the only thing that keeps popping up in my mind is I'm going to have to start a fight to make her leave <laughs> because she's very intent and, and, and this is completely positive, but she's very intent on helping me all day long at the gym and, and helping me, you know, because she knows I'm going to be doing whatever she needs to do for the photo shoot. So she's going to do whatever she needs to do to help me at the gym that day. How do I get rid of her? That's the question. That's the number one question on my mind all day long. Well, if I start a fight just to get her to go home, then that ruins the entire idea of a photo shoot and being happy. Yeah. In the day, in the vibe. So I can't do that. Um, I can't find anybody that can help me in the time frame that I have. I don't have any idea why you actually left that day. Well, because well, we we talked about it later. I like I wanted to go home. I felt like I was like I could be doing laundry. I could get the house clean. I could get dinner started. Like you know, uh, there was a bunch of stuff that I could be doing, but I felt like I needed to be at the gym. So I was like just kind of hanging out until you gave me like the go ahead. Yeah, go on home. And so it was like one of those we were just mixed signals that day. And I was like, ah, I'll. And finally, I was like, you know. I'm going to go home. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, and I'm like, fine, and the, go. The photo shoot's at 6. 
you had given me a hard deadline of 4.30 to be out of the office yeah. and threatened me that at 4.30 you were going to look on the surveillance cameras, the security cameras, and uh, if I was still in the office past 4.30, I didn't have a home to come home to. <laughs> I was going to light your wrestling yes. stuff on so, fire. <laughs> so anyways, I knew I had to be out of the office by 4.30 and... I had about two hours, two and a half hours to figure out how to drive 35 minutes, get a picture printed, Mm -hmm. get back in time, and her not find out about all this. So eventually we come to the conclusion she's going to go home and she's going to go get outfits ready, uh, just make sure everything's in order, start getting ready and preparing for this photo shoot. That's the moment I took a deep breath and I said, okay, I've got a little over two hours. I got to go now. So I take off towards Bortlesville, which is the town I had to go to. 30-minute drive, 35 minutes. And as I'm driving, I'm maybe halfway there. She sends me a snap. (laughs) And I see it pop up on my phone, and I start to open it, and I realize... If I open this snap and for some crazy reason she sees my location, she's going to see that I'm driving, start to wonder why I'm going way out of the way right before I'm supposed to leave for the photo shoot. She's going to start to question, this is not going to be good for me. (laughs) So my option? Ignore me. Ignore her. He rolled the dice and he was like, I wonder how long I can ignore her snap before she calls and is like, hey, what are you doing? The answer is a little over an hour. <laughs> um, I was busy. And so uh, a little over an hour later, I get back to the office at the gym. I open her snap and I've got the picture. I'm back at the office. I'm still I'm still 15 minutes before I I have to leave to go home. So I'm it's crunch time. Like I have pushed it to the limit. I get home, jump in the shower, start to get ready. I'm hiding this photo. Uh He's also pretending like he does not want to do this photo shoot yeah. and it's like well, that really wasn't a whole lot of pretending. <laughs> and he's not super... Because, like, I knew he... I felt like he didn't want to do the photo shoot. So I was like, okay. Because, mind you, Friday morning, we were leaving for Nebraska. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to be completely ready to go. You know, laundry done, bags packed, all... The, like, I, me, I'm going to be ready, hair, makeup, outfit, everything... So I can help him get ready because I know he doesn't want to do this, but he's doing it for me. So I'm going to try and get it all together for him as soon as he gets home. So he comes home and I'm just like, you know, hey, like, how can I help? Like, thank you know, thanks for doing this. Like all the sweet stuff I can think of. And he's just like, I don't want to do this. So I I forgot to mention that while I'm at the gym in in the few minutes I have before I leave to come home, I, I text her and I say, hey. Our, our friend Sierra has offered to come help the photographer. Sierra is the girl that just knew the photographer, just got married. Congratulations, Sierra and Hunter. Um, but she's the way we ended up communicating with this photographer. So Sierra shows up, and I ask Sierra to bring the photo. Oh, I asked Megan if, if it's okay if Sierra comes to help with the photo shoot, which is... 
I don't know. I, I just didn't know how she was going to react. And she was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, I don't care. So Sierra actually ends up taking the picture of grandma with her. So now I don't have it and I've just got to trust that it shows up at the right place at the right time. I kind of laid this plan out to the girls and I didn't really know when or exactly how good it was going to work, but I knew no matter what, it was the meaning behind it that was really going to be the issue. So everything starts to fall into place. The photo shoot starts. Um, we take a few pictures. The dogs are running crazy. And the horse the is running crazy. The horse is trying to knock down a ladder. Because we're out. We're. I just wanted to be out in the pasture where we spend a lot of our time. A old barn in the background. Just at our home. And it just be simple and, and cute. Those of you that follow us on social media know that, like, especially during the old COVID lockdown, we would just go walk through the pasture. We would just walk through the field. Um Every evening we end up out by the barn, whether it's feeding the horse, feeding the cats, or just taking a walk with the dogs, letting them play. Almost every morning and every evening we end up out there. It's just kind of our little place. Yeah. So that's where we were doing the photo shoot. At one point, they set up this idea of me chasing Megan through the field, which was cool. And then it... It was very much, Matt, stand a few feet behind Megan. Uh, Megan, act like you're walking away. Matt, you chase her. We'll do that a handful of times. Yeah. Before they say, okay, you guys just stay right where you're at. Megan, you hold this. Yeah. So she hands me this thing and she's like, here, just hold this really quick. And she just immediately starts taking pictures and says something to the effect of, it's blank and I can put, it's like a bit, yeah, it's a blank sign and I can put I can put anything on it just hold it yeah so she's like I'll put your brand or scripture or something I'll photoshop it on there later and thankfully Megan as curious as she is about everything doesn't even look down but I also know how to follow rules and so I was just like okay so I just held it and then you know she's like a little higher a little lower you know whatever and I'm holding this the sign and she's taking pictures 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 and while she's holding it, I reach down in my boot where I've had this ring the entire time and I pull this ring out and I'm holding it behind her. And, and there's a couple of pictures where she's holding the picture of her grandmother and has no idea what she's holding. I'm standing behind her. I've opened the ring box and I have like this big cheesy smile on my face. Like everything is going perfect. Until one of the dogs decides to... It's Burris, and he's like, oh, hey, what are y'all doing? And he's so he's standing in between Matt and I in the shot. Megan starts to turn around. Well, they, they try to call, like, the Cassandra and Sierra start to call the dog. And so I just turn around to, like, get his attention. Like, hey, Burris, get out of here. And, and when she turns around, mind you, I'm holding an open ring box in my hand, knowing that Cassandra's getting these photos that are very, very much like she's Megan is clueless. Yeah. 100%. And so when Megan turns to yell at the dog, 
I pull the old, like, just slam the box shut and hold it on my hip. Like, I put my fist on my hips, holding the box behind my hand. Like, like she'll never see this, and I'll and be didn't. darned. I mean, I, yeah, I turned around, and I was focused on Burris, and I was just like, Burris, get out of here. Or I was like, go play or something, and, and he ran off and didn't miss a beat, and we went right back to it. Yeah, so... I can't believe she didn't see the box or hear it slam shut, but she didn't. She turned back around. We went right back into full-blown photo shoot mode. Finally, photographer uh, Cassandra goes, all right, Megan, now look down at the picture like you're looking at a picture. When she does that, Megan turns the picture over. I might cry, so you (laughs) might have to take over. I might cry. Uh, Megan... Looks at she turns the frame around and looks at it and realizes that it's a picture of her grandmother. Right. I'm like I look at it and I'm like Granny, and I'm like looking at it and I was like, that is the day we were there. Like I recognized her outfit and her hair and what she looked like and all that stuff. And I'm like looking at this picture and I'm like, what in the world? And I'm looking, I'm looking, and then I like look down and I see she's holding a ring box. <laughs> so Megan loses it. I start to lose it because I can see her all of a sudden, her complete demeanor, her body language changes, her head drops completely, and she just starts bawling. <laughs> and like, and I mean sobbing. I start to do the same thing. And then she turns around to see that I have gotten down on one knee and I'm holding that ring box open, the one that her grandma's holding in the picture. Now I'm holding it in front of her, and she looks at me, and I look at her, and the only thing I can say is, "I what?" She said it's okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's where it stopped, people. <laughs> that's, that's all where you could say. The entire show stopped because. For the first time in my entire life, I could not say a word. Not one word could come out of my mouth. Yeah, I mean, all he all he mustered out was, she said it's okay. She said it's okay. <laughs> and mind you, I've been thinking about this for weeks. I've been thinking about it all day. I've been thinking about it this entire photo shoot, and I have the most... Uh, meaningful (laughs) thoughts and the most meaningful verbiage I could come up with to make this, you know, a a moment that is unforgettable. I've said it no less than 50 times that day. I had it dialed in. I had the entire thing prepared, memorized. It was going to be perfect. And then now you realize why I don't like structure. I'm much better under pressure because I had it all planned out until it happened. And I I couldn't say a word. Could not say a word. I don't know technically. I guess I kind of asked you later that night. But um, so I'm speaking. I knew what he meant. She knew what I meant. (laughs) Thank God. Because I was a blubbering idiot we both were so but it was yeah it was it was uh chaotic 
It made my life very, very stressful. As soon as it was over and like we kind of composed ourselves and like pulled ourselves together, he was like, you could just see the stress like roll off of him. Yeah. Like he was like, oh, that's over and it worked. And that's, I mean, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it, it was crazy because like I had this plan and we had to, we had to pull a complete audible at the last moment and it still worked out uh, perfect. Yeah, it was absolutely perfect. It was, I mean, other than I couldn't ask her to marry me. <laughs> I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't say it. I mean, if I had to plan it any, like the perfect proposal, it would have been this. It was absolutely amazing. So a lot of people have asked about the picture, um, like what she was holding. And so now, you know, it was a picture of her grandmother holding the ring because in my mind, she would see that picture of her grandmother holding the ring, knowing that she had grandma's permission and that when she turned around, I would be holding the ring in front of her to give to her. And, and honestly, that's something that, you know, in my mind, now she's going to have that forever. You'll always have a picture of your grandma holding your wedding ring, which is important to me. Yeah. So, and it's important to me. I mean, she is in Colorado. There's no way she would travel to Oklahoma or we've tried, we've tried <laughs> yes. to get her to move in with us, to move to Oklahoma, whatever we could do. Yeah. The answer is no. She loves, she loves where she's at and she's, she lives on her own and is very independent and loves it there. And so that's where she's going to be. And so just having that, just knowing that you took the time and thought to do that and plan all of it what you know shows your respect for me and my grandma and all you know so that means more to me than anything and so when i like it was all hitting me all at once and i was like losing my mind and i was like because i'm not typically a crier especially in public like it's very rare that's true very for people true. to see me cry like ever and so i was like I saw the ring box in her hand and it just all hit me. And like, there's a photo of me covering my mouth and you can tell I'm bawling. And I'm just like, that is all of my emotions. Like I'm trying to fight it, but I can't because this is the absolute most amazing thing that has ever happened to me. And like, I can be completely honest when I say I've cried every time I've told the story and I've told the story I don't know, we, well, 40, 50 times since <laughs> yeah. then to different people. And I've, I, I've legit cried every time um, because I knew that her blessing was very important to you. Yes. And it immediately became very important to me. And uh, I know that this is something a lot of my friends thought would never happen. <laughs> but pre Pre-Megan... A lot of my friends thought Matt will never get married. Um, so, yeah. anyways, that's how it happened. Um, that was a pretty long-winded version of, of what happened <laughs> of a in very a very short, short. week. Yeah. A very short, stress-packed um so of course he tells me after the fact you know he's like i had all this planned this is what we were gonna do and i felt terrible because i'm like here i was like oh matt is gonna 
you know, he's not going to get to my pictures. He's not going to think about what I want. He's not going to, you know, make me a priority. And little did I know. That was the whole purpose <laughs> he had for the photo shoot at the gym. taken all of these huge steps and done all of this, you know, for weeks and weeks of getting a ring and planning to go see granny and getting that picture and hiding it. And I just, uh, it was all like, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a pretty good metaphor for life. And although you might think you have a plan, sometimes God's plan, no, not sometimes, all the time, God's plan is far more perfect than what you can create in your own mind. So don't be afraid to don't be afraid to have structure, don't be afraid to plan your life, but also don't be afraid to roll with the punches yeah. and recognize when uh, when when things are going to change because that's just the way God has it planned. Yeah. And his plan is always better than our plan. By the way, side note, we and maybe we need to make this little PSA. I don't know because I don't know what kind of background noise is going to be oh. in this podcast. We <laughs> yeah. are actually driving down the interstate. Uh, cars passing us. We are doing this safely, by yes. the way. But we are headed to Texas for a uh, very cool little event that we're going to be talking about on social media here in the next couple of days. Uh Working on a project with Boot Campaign, and if you don't know anything about Boot Campaign, make sure you look them up online or you know on social media. Boot Campaign does so much for our veterans, our heroes, the, the men and women that really make this the greatest country in the world. So we're pretty excited about this project we're working on. Pretty excited to be working with them uh, as much as we possibly can. They, I, I met these folks uh, a few years ago and. They are incredible, incredible people. But uh, this podcast is about the most incredible human I know and about how she almost ruined <laughs> my surprise. proposal to her. Uh, oh, baby. I don't know. Somehow she said yes, guys. I don't get it. I don't and understand And to be it, clear, even though he did not say, will you marry me right there on one knee, I said yes. <laughs> Which, guys, that proves that she is a woman because she answered a question I didn't even ask her. She, I did not even ask a question, and she was giving me the answers. So. I did, he didn't need to ask. I knew what he meant. Well, but we did. We did celebrate immediately following the photo shoot. We walked in the house. I looked her dead in the eye, and I said, <laughs> "You want to go to Sonic? Let me take you to Sonic." Which she replied, "Absolutely," and we celebrated. With Sonic cheeseburgers. Like, let me get in my sweats and my muck boots and let's head to Sonic. <laughs> and that's exactly what we did. And Congratulations. It, again, proving that it could not have been more perfect uh, of an evening. So, um, anything else you want to add to this whole little... Well, I know people are going to ask. We aren't planning. We aren't... There's no date. No, there's no date. Stop there's, asking. Yeah, there's no date. There's no plans. We've like, been we're engaged just... for less than a week, people. <laughs> yeah, like, like four days. Like 30 minutes. Give, give it a us, rest. Yeah, give us a minute. Let, like, let us catch our breath. Yeah. Obviously, someone over here isn't good with plans anyways, so... <laughs> uh, well, again... <laughs> I started planning that, and it was like, hey, we can do this, do this, and then we can have this big celebration here, Yeah. Um, but that's not going to work. And so 
We'll change plans again. It's okay. It's fun. It doesn't have to be in 2020. No. Maybe, maybe it's better if it doesn't happen in 2020. I mean, it don't matter, honey. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah, well, 2020's had a whole lot of days that people want to forget, but the good news for us is 2020 produced a day that... I'll never, uh, ever forget. We'll never forget. October 1st, 2020. So, 10-1-2020. Yes. Cool. All right. That's exactly what she said that day was yes. <laughs> Still can't believe it. Uh, anything else? Love you. Love you too. Um, yeah, uh, guys, that's that's the whole story. So the scoop, and we're still waiting. We got a couple pictures, like sneak peek pictures, and they are amazing. Like I bawled my eyes out when I saw them. Um, and just be prepared for photo overload. I'll say this: we we have talked about this at length. Um, never in my life have. Never in in either of our lives have we ever been as humbled as we were. Yes. The day that we put it out that it had happened, um, the outpouring of overwhelming love and support from everyone. Everyone. Every, I mean, our. I said. I told Matt. I said, let us let us just enjoy this together by ourselves Thursday night. And Friday, when we're driving, we'll be on the road, so it'll be easy, whatever. When we're driving, we'll go ahead and make the official announcement. Once we have made, we've told his parents, I've called my grandma. You know, there was a handful of people that we wanted to tell personally. But the minute we posted it on social, our phones blew up all day. And so it was. I can't believe I'm about to say this and use this word, but. Honestly, like from the bottom of our hearts to the thousands of people. Yes. And I'm not saying that braggadocious. I'm saying that as like maybe the most humbled human on the planet. <laughs> he needs a minute. Um, it was it was truly amazing. I mean, phone calls, texts, DMs. That's crazy. To me. We have amazing people in our lives, and we are so so blessed. It's crazy to me that there are thousands of people that have prayed for us and encouraged us and support us. So, um, so thank y'all. So for everybody that like has reached out and that we haven't gotten back to, everybody that has congratulated us, everybody that has taken the time to to say anything positive, uh. Over the last few days, seriously, I cannot say thank you enough. Um, yeah, like you guys will never understand how much that means to us. And so um, thank you. Uh, I promise you we love each and every one of you. So before I start bawling, I think it's time we should go ahead and wrap this up. Sound good? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye.